Hello, much love and light, Miss Erica Leary. Hello, hello. How are you today? I am awesome. Welcome. This is EM Healing, and I am a hot massage seed. And I want to welcome to the audience Erica Leary. She is going to introduce herself. She's going to be the guest host on today's show. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate this opportunity. My name is Erica Leary. I'm the founder of the Profit uh, Power Profit Formula and CEO to an awesome language school. I am from Atlanta, Georgia, living in Panama City, Panama. And I help um, entrepreneurs increase their appointments, their revenue without spending any more money. And I help them figure out what people are saying about them through their personal branding. That is absolutely amazing. I love that. The world of language is uh, so important. And I am so thankful to have you on here and sharing your story today. Um, when we have guests usually come on, their stories very they range from so many levels. And to be able to have someone come in with their background um, in regards to branding and language, I'm really excited to see where it's going to take us. So I'm going to give you the floor and allow you to unfold your story for us in, in the audience. Thank you so much. I love it. So I should have been a little bit more clear. So it's two separate ones. The um, language school is a um, one of its things, and then with the um, with the branding and the marketing, I am a business consultant and a marketing strategist. So it's two separate businesses, but um, I think my story is going to unfold. All right. So back in two thousand and six, I got a wild hair and decided I wanted to go to the country of Panama to speak Span learn how to speak Spanish. So in 2006, I went and then I returned in 2007. I was on a plane um, and ended up buying a book in the airport. And it was the uh, four-hour work week, if anybody's ever read it. It's sort of like the entry to <laughs> online marketing, I think. Anyway, I fell in love with the whole concept. And that's kind of what got me started online. And um, in I was already um, had studied marketing, loved marketing, and was kind of already in there, but didn't know about online. So I was so hooked at that point and um, just fell in love with it. So because I had no idea really what to do or how to do it, I started with what everybody else starts with, which is um, a digital marketing agency. And at that time, I went to a conference because everything that you read says, oh, you need to go to the conferences, you need to, you know like network with people. So I went to this conference with some pretty big hitters. Now this was, you know, over 10 years ago. Now they're pretty big hitters. Right. But um, at the time they were still way bigger than I was. I had not started. And um, I just remember being at a table with a lot of these people and a few of them telling me, you know, you can't do that because you don't have any experience. You've never done it before. And, um, you know, how can you start a business without having the experience? So I was like, so, so, so excited to go to this conference and, you know, and like get going and everything. And then I was kind of like deflated, I think, after hearing all of these big people basically tell me I could not do any of this. So 
that's sort of where I want to start with where it was, is I kind of lost the confidence at that moment of, um, you know, being able to start it. But, you know, what they failed to remember is everybody starts somewhere. You know, you don't have to be at the top of your game and, you know, with all the confidence in the world and a million things behind you. And I think, you know, it took me a while to get, thankfully, you know, my, my mom was my, my supporter and reminded me, you know, don't worry about it. You know, you know what, you know, you've been studying this for forever. You're super passionate about it. And the reality is there are always people who are steps behind you in life and everything that you do. Yes. That's and so true. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Absolutely. Um, what do you think, um, what, what did you feel was the biggest difference between the support of your mom and your friends? So it wasn't friends. It was these um, marketers who are huge marketers now that were telling me I couldn't do it. And mm -hmm. I think because they were what I wanted to be, you know, they were already, you know, a decent level of success at that point telling mm -hmm. me I couldn't get it done or I couldn't do it. I think it just deflated me. So when okay. I went back, from like, they were like from a different um, demographic than you then, right? It was more so like they were the success of what I wanted to be. So I looked up to them as, you know, they had already done what I wanted to do. Okay. And I was at ground zero and they were, you know, where at that moment where I wanted to be. And so for them to tell me I couldn't get to where they were, where they were was, you know, like disheartening to say the least. Okay. And, and it kind of just blew the wind out of my sails. But, you know, long story short, I have a very supportive family and I went back, you know, all, oh my God, you know, so sad that I wasn't going to be able to do this. And I was so passionate about it and literally had a ton, a ton of knowledge because, you know, when you're passionate about something, you know, you go all in. And so I really like had all of the knowledge I needed to, to do it. So uh, my mom was like, you know, whatever, don't even worry about it, you know, go for it anyway. What's the worst that can happen? You're already, you know, at zero. What's the worst that can possibly happen? You help a couple of people and, you know, or you don't, you know, try it out. And so um, because of my, I think, strong relationship with my mother and just that, you know, push that I kind of needed, I was like, yeah, I'm going for it, you know, and my confidence just, you know, came back and take one step forward and just reset kind of the way that I needed to look at it. Um, you know, clearly I wasn't going to go from zero to a hundred thousand in a day and to start setting my goals to be attainable goals. You know, how many people do you contact and stuff that you can look at on a day-to-day -day basis to kind of gauge my success rather than I need to be that. Mm, yes, exactly. Gauging your success. That's a, um, a really big uh, mindset move of understanding what am I looking at and uh, what is going to provide me the best results. So I like that you shifted that mentality. Um, well, I think, forward. yeah, I mean, I really think almost everything um, is so like so much about mindset and so much about, you know, the stories that we tell ourselves and you know, I easily could have walked away from there and believed them and thought, well, I can never do this and never moved forward. What a sad shame that would have been, <laughs> you know. 
I mean, for me and for everybody, you know, who I've helped along the years, I think that would have been terrible. Most definitely. And um, I, I like to look at those things as this timelines. So that's where it started. Yeah. Where I'm at. So you get to see if you put it on a graph, you could see the line go all the way up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I, and I, it was a shame because I was so excited and I've heard people you know, throughout the years, kind of deflate somebody's bubble like that. And, and there's no reason to do that. You know, I mean, there's enough space in this world for everybody to jump in and why not help somebody else jump in rather than, you know, and so if you're going to tell somebody that maybe, you know, they can't go in as they are, you know, try to help them in a way that is constructive and move them forward instead of, you know, kind of making it all negative is the point. It doesn't help anybody. It doesn't really help anybody move forward. I was on a call yesterday and uh, something sim very similar actually was happening. There was a lady asking how she could launch her product, but she didn't have a website and, you know, wasn't all everything beautiful yet. And there were some people telling her, you know, you need to stop. You can't launch anything. You need to have everything in place. And I was like, no, you know, <laughs> jump in, <laughs> launch that product. You know, you can make plenty of money with, you know, your Instagram, your DMs and a Stripe, you know, a payment processor until you have the money to, to do the rest formally. Don't worry about, you know, obviously do it as professionally as possible, but, you know, don't, decide you're not going to do it because you, you know, then you, you get into that point of, well, I don't have the money, so I can't start and I can't start because I don't have the money. And, you know, that could go in a, to a downward spiral pretty quickly, I think. So I think basically for me, it was definitely mindset. It was confidence, you know, the kind of, I, I mean, I'm tr just normally like a very confident person and it kind of busted, you know, that kind of confidence when I went to this conference, all, you know, I had, you know, but such like, I guess, big ideas and stuff. And um, I left like, wow, that was horrible. <laughs> what about experience? But, you know, I, nowadays, when I look back, I think people talk a lot about, you know, buzzwords now is um, imposter syndrome. And a lot of people, you know, go through that and never get started. And that's a shame, you know, start. I always tell the story. There's, if, if you're in elementary school, you know, you're in first grade and somebody else is in fifth grade. Well, that fifth grader is like the be it and all that fifth grader knows everything there is to know about life when you're in first grade, looking up at a fifth grader or a sixth grader, you know, they are like the king of the world. They know everything there is to know. And, you know, looking from our age back at a fifth or sixth grader, we know that that's not true. But in the eyes of a first grader, it is. So no matter yeah. where you are in life, you know, there's always somebody in first grade looking up at you. It is. It's, 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 it's a cycle. And um, the more that we, you know, honor the cycle and just step back and understand where it is that our words can take each other uh it, it really can really define the moment and uh, i was wondering with when after you receive the bummer advice <laughs> what, uh, right 
did it change your um your like your tactic your plan in any way did you become like more fierce um more determined um to to go into certain areas as before um you were like unsure where you should go yeah so what happened was um no, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I was going to do digital marketing because that to me made the most sense at the time. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, because I had not um, done SEO before, because I had not you know, done all of these other things before, I couldn't do that. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's terrible, whatever. So I got over it very, very, very quickly. And I went all in and I still have that digital marketing agency to this day. Um, but it is what got me started. And I think like you were saying, did it make me more fierce? But I think it did. At first, you know, it brought me down. But the minute I got over that, um, Mm. it it fueled me a little bit so that I, you know, we all have different um, ways of of who we want to be and what we're all about. But I think, you know, once I was like, who are they, you know, to tell me what I can do and what I can't do. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I know who I am and I know I can do it type thing. So, um, yeah, I think it fueled me a little bit. I, I also think I brushed it off. Um, I think when people give you advice, you can, you know, if it's critical type advice where they are helping you in a way, even if it's negative, you know, not what you want to hear, but are giving you suggestions and helping you in a way to, to better yourself or something like that, that's okay. But if it's pure negativity, you know, a lot of times you just kind of need to brush it off. But as you can tell, you know, that was a long time ago and I still remember it. So, you know, as much as I brushed it off, I didn't, you know, it's still with me a little bit. And um, it was just more of a motivator to um, to tell myself, you know, don't listen to them. You, you've got this girl. <laughs> you can do it. Right, right. It almost sounds like it's a great like pause moment to whenever something does put you down and it, you can look to that like that didn't put me down. Exactly. You know? Exactly. <laughs> I love that what that what you just said because um I think a lot of people um so I'm a trainer for a thing called um I am remarkable. It's a Google initiative. And one of the things that they talk about is creating like a list of things that you have accomplished and that you have done in life. And one of the reasons I think that is so powerful and that so many people should do this, that don't is exactly what you just said. In those moments when you are doubting yourself or somebody else is doubting you look back at those times where you got over it, you did it, you know, you move forward, you made it happen, whatever it was, and, and keep that into your, you know, like on the sheet of paper, if you need to look at it, but at least in your head <laughs> to um, move you forward when you need that extra little push, you know, I think no matter where we are in life, we're always going to have, um, you know, the, the one shoulder telling us you can't do that, or a little bit of self-doubt, Whenever you're doing something new, you know, the butterflies of self-doubt sometimes arise and just mm-hmm. being able to get past that. And for me, it was always my mother. She was like, and my father, they were both super supportive people. And so, you know, if somebody doesn't have that, you know, create your own list. You know, you don't need somebody else to tell you 
create your own list that will move you forward in those times. I think as entrepreneurs, it's, you know, throughout the years. So I merged into consulting after that. So it started off as a digital marketing agency and merged a, a lot more into consulting and um, coaching. And so throughout the years, I have noticed that the biggest problem in basically all of um, all of the businesses is always the business owner. And it is 99.9% um, just mindset. You know, a lot of people can't get out of their own way <laughs> or um, move past their own uh, blocks or self-doubts or whatever it is um, that you have going on. So I think it's powerful to be able to and know or be a little bit self-aware and to find those points, you know, where I know, like for me, that point of being deflated and then bringing myself back up and knowing, you know, there was no reason to be deflated in the first place. Um, I had it all along, but um, I was trying to, to get back up from, you know, some place that didn't really matter in the, in the end, basically. Right. Right. You know, it, it, it's pivotal to, to understand that it's not that we don't have the confidence is that um, when, when you get uh, depleted, you know, you just need to be filled back up and knowing where to get that proper support is vital. And it is mindset that helps you focus on where to get that support from because Absolutely. sometimes we receive information that we don't necessarily want. <laughs> that does not serve us in a way that's moving <laughs> us forward. I wholeheartedly agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then you're like, okay, maybe they're saying something to me. I need to take this to a, a positive source, an authentic um, line of influence and, and see what they do with this information. Cause right now it ain't sitting with me how I want it to. <laughs> exactly. And, and because I was so, um, new to it and much younger at the time, I, I think like I didn't even, you know, it really did take my mom to say, Hey, what are you talking about? You know, like, <laughs> why are you even giving that a second thought? Don't worry about it. It really took that. And I like, didn't do it myself, which, you know, now forget it, you know, now I can totally do it myself. But if you don't have that in you already, you know, finding the, the sources of people that believe in you more than you believe in yourself is so powerful sometimes, you know, just use their belief to, to propel yourself forward until you're meeting that belief, you know? And I think I did have the belief. I had the confidence and everything in myself, but because it was a new sort of endeavor and because it was totally out of my normal world of what life was all about, I think I was looking for that outside validation from people who had already done it. And when I didn't get it, I was like, uh Oh, <laughs> reverse, reverse <laughs> backpedal. Um, but you know, you don't need that outside validation. You know, I mean, basically the point is I didn't need it to begin with and I shouldn't have been seeking it to begin with, but you know, we just need shift. It's called shift support, right? Cause we're shifting. And we need a little bit of support because it's not as levelly grounded as it would be in the normal position. So it's the shift support that um, a lot of us always tend to seek 
And it, it's something that's always going to happen be- in different shapes and forms because we only grow in our change. And um, the more we seek that support for that, like, look, I, and I tell this to people all the time when they coach me, I'm like, look, I know what I need to do. I just need you to make sure I do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of times, you know, we, we do have it and we kind of know it. Like we're, we're like, yeah, I got this. But then, you know, there's always going to be um, self-doubt. I mean, I would say like even Oprah, I'm sure, before she gets on a stage, I'm sure she goes through a moment or two of, oh my God, you know, are these people <laughs> going to listen? Or are they going to want to hear what I have to say? I'm sure that it doesn't matter who you are, that, that people go through that. It's what you do about it. You know, it's how you, yeah. how you let that affect you or how you, you know, change it up real fast and remind yourself who you are that counts. And not let that be what, what rides it, you know? Yes. Super, super important. And sometimes it takes somebody else, you know, (laughs) hitting you up on the side of your head to tell you, you know, Mm -hmm. but you've got that. It's nice to surround yourself. Right. That's what comes to me. We always need that tigger. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And I think a lot of, um, just in the entrepreneurial space, I think a lot of people who, our entrepreneurs have been through this at some point or another, because I feel like, you know, the outside world, like I like to say, you know, a lot of family and friends, they don't get it as much. And the reason is that, you know, not everybody is an entrepreneur. Not everybody can be an entrepreneur. You know, Mm -hmm. we are a different breed of people. We can take risks like at a much higher level than the average person. And don't feel it like risks, like the average person. So I think when you're looking for um, sometimes um, validation about what you want to do, if you want to start a business or if you're getting going, a lot of people end up talking to their family and friends and then they feel this negativity Mm -hmm. and they think, you know, well, they're not supporting me. But I think sometimes it's not even that. It's that they think that they're doing the the right thing or the nice thing by telling you, you're never going to be able to do it. They're saving you. (laughs) They're saving you somehow from that future failure. And it's not necessarily, in my opinion, you know, the best way, but they don't understand it because they're not entrepreneurs. So entrepreneurs need to, um, surround themselves with other people who are doing the same thing, who have been through the same thing. And that's kind of where I was going with that first thing. I just, you know, that clearly wasn't the group that I needed to be in, but, (laughs) (laughs) but throughout the years, it is nice to be able to speak to other entrepreneurs that do get the ups and downs. They do get the craziness. They do get, you know, that crazy passion that we all get when we're starting something new or a new project or a new idea. You know, it's nice to be around um, people that do get you and to surround yourself with people who, who are on that same path. I think that helps a lot with the mindset and um, not self-doubting yourself as much um, as sometimes people do. So I think a lot of the, you know, lessons learned, I would say, you know, for me personally was, you know, you don't need that outside validation of what you're doing. And, you know, if you are kind of getting it or seeking it, you know, take it for what it is. If Mm -hmm. it's going to help you, if it's going to move you in the right direction, absolutely listen to it. You know, even if it's a critique, it might be a critique that you needed to hear. 
you know, but, um, but don't let it be your be it and all, you know, who you are, where you're at and you know what, what you can do. I think you need to listen to yourself for sure. And don't let that override who you are in any way, shape or form, just that self doubt or the, um, imposter syndrome or outside validation you know people do stuff like that all of the time all of those yes yes we need outside confirmation (laughs) not validation right (laughs) right right and I mean you know I I guess you know you want to sell something make sure it sells for sure (laughs) right in that regard do you need it you know clearly you don't want to be trying to sell something for the next 20 years that nobody wants but right right Mm-hmm. That's so pivotal, and I I love that. So, um, you know, being the fact that we found each other in a in a social networking setting, um, can you tell us a little bit of your story of how you got to Clubhouse? Oh, so because I'm in uh, marketing and it's what I love, you know, I hear about these things, and I actually did not have an invitation for the longest time. I kind of blew it off. And then one day I was like, I really, I need to get on and see what everybody is talking about. So I chatted another um, marketer and I said, hey, you know, I need an invitation. <laughs> and he said, went over. I, I wasn't hardcore into it because I don't have an iPhone, but I have an iPad and I was like, okay, I'll just do it on my iPad. You know, maybe it'll work. Let me try it on my iPad. So I, I chatted somebody and I'm like, hey, let's see if I can connect, even though my iPad doesn't have a phone number, can I still get in there somehow? So we did it and I got on and um, I was hooked. I love Clubhouse. I think it's so awesome for me personally to my personality. You know, I think it just um, goes so well with my personality. I love helping people. I love talking and um, getting up there, you know, on quote unquote the stage. For me, that is so much fun. And so on there, what I like to do is the question and answer so that I can help other people uh, move forward and whichever way I can help somebody move forward. You know, I want to be that person that says, absolutely, you can do this. Don't even remotely, you know, let that, let that um, self-doubt get to you. You've got this. That's awesome. That's amazing. Um, Yeah. And I have a ton of marketing knowledge for throughout the years. You know, I've been doing this since before most people ever even got into it. So I'm old school, old school, but, the um, strategies and the principles and because I'm passionate about it, you know, I've stayed up to date with it. Um, you know, that's in my spare time, I study uh, <laughs> marketing and <laughs> strategies. And, you know, that for me, that's fun. You know, for most people, it's like pulling teeth. <laughs> so right. I stay totally up to date with it because for me, it's so exciting and, and so much fun. And that's one of the reasons that I really wanted to get onto Clubhouse. I just kind of had heard a couple of things sporadically, but nothing really big. And then I think, um, you know, all of a sudden I started hearing more and more and I'm like, oh, I got to get in there, see what it's all about. So <laughs> the curiosity, you know, I think a lot of entrepreneurs have that as one of their biggest traits too. And I'm also, you know, I mentioned that I own a, um, a language school. So I'm also an educator at heart. And I think the combination of, you know, educator, teacher, marketer, the combination of that just, um, you know, makes me just, that's who I am as a consultant in marketing. I want to help people. I want to see, you know, 
people starting off, like I love helping the coaches and the consultants, which is more of who I talk to on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, off of Clubhouse, you know, my traditional people were more established businesses. And so the, the conversations are a bit different because they are, you know, more worried about scaling and um, finding creative ways to improve and add to. Whereas the new ones um, or people getting um, started are, you know, just so they still have that like fresh excitement that I still feel every day. (laughs) So that's kind of fun. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So you're, you're allowing yourself to hit the, the many levels of, of your abilities. Exactly. 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 And I think for me, you know, that's sort of the fun part is to, um, to, to work with them on the beginning levels. And then, you know, the ones, not every, not every, um, entrepreneur sticks with it. I mean, you know, if you've been in this any length of time, you know, you've seen them come and go and come and go and come and go. So not all of them stick with it, but the ones that do stick with it, you know, then I can, you know, add, you know, my higher level consulting where I can help them, you know, really scale their businesses and, and do the, you know, fancier kind of um, strategies. But just at the beginning, it's that's where the, the excitement and the fun, I think that just, you know, kind of giddy passion is at the beginning. So that is, for me, is fun, you know. It's, that's awesome. Yeah, it's that fun side compared to the, the higher, you know, the, the businesses that are more established for me, the reason I love those is they don't necessarily have the passion and the excitement for what it is that I'm doing. You know, they, they are clearly have a goal to do whatever it is. You know, I look at the whole business as, as a business and the person who's running it because a lot of times what they say their goal is, is not really their goal or what they say their issue is, is not really their issue. So I really dive deep and, for me, you know, it's the puzzle of figuring out, okay, what is it that we really need to do and how can we get you there? And then the whole puzzle of putting that all together, that is what's fun about that for me. But mm-hmm. they don't have that, you know, I'm just getting started passion of, you know, a lot of the consultants and coaches. So it's different, you know, you have the, the two totally different sides. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's it, it's so necessary to, to be able to have that funk and um it's very healing to to hear you allow yourself um shifting within within your pillars um of of who you are and so that it you know it really sounds like you know you you create this flow so it's it doesn't really seem like too much of a try season um knowing where you're going and it, it it skyrockets the the mindset Absolutely. So like with the seasons businesses, one of their, when I first start working with them, one of their biggest issues is usually messaging, you know, not being dialed in on who their audience is and on their messaging on what they're getting out. And so when I translate that to the new people, it's personal branding, it's branding and all about that. And it's, it's the same stuff. It's just, you know, when you're starting out, it's totally different. When you've been in business five years, 
mm-hmm. you want to tell them it's their brand, a branding issue. And they're like, you know, I've been, I've had this brand for five years. What are you talking about? So it's more about messaging, you know, how they're saying it, who they're saying it to. And a lot of times businesses will start up and they really just don't understand it. You know, people think of branding as their logo and their colors <laughs> and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't get the whole, um, the whole rest of the, you know, parts behind it that is so important. And so getting with the ones on the, on the front end into that personal branding and the branding and really being able to dive deep is, is so fun, you know, right before they're starting, but what an enormous difference it makes in your business to get that going from the get go. And it evolves, you know, we all evolve. I'm sure if you've been in this a long time, you know that your business has evolved. So those evolutions, you know, your messaging changes and you need to keep up with it. Oh, yes, definitely. I've, I've changed um, just talking about the logo, the focus of the logo, at least um, three or four times. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I imagine this logo that I have now is going to change um, eventually because it's still um, not the one that I envisioned. Not representing you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like I, I've learned to feel refined with what I have now. And where, what it's going to show um, and, and where is it, is it symbolizing and how much am I, am I showing it and sharing it um, in the, in the content that I'm providing um, and, and being um, just more focused on, on that intentionality. So it's, it's great that we have, you know, people out there, like, I'm happy that I've, I've came across you and, and, and hearing, hearing your storytelling, cause I'm going to be able to, to share, you know, your services with others, um, that, that really have, you know, great products, um, but not, not really connecting to, to their branding, um, so that they can uplift themselves because, you know, I, I just focus on what I do. I'm not that excited about branding. So, but I know that it's important. So to be able to find that link for me, it's like a perfect appendage um, that that I'm feeling right now. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, and I think people don't realize how deep it is, but it is that people buy from people. You know, they want to be able to, you know, as the buzzwords go, know, like, and trust you. But how do you build that know, like, and trust? It's through your branding. And if you think about like the big brands, you know, Coca Cola and stuff, you're like, well, how? I don't understand how that relates to personal branding. Well, it does because they create a, within their branding, they are creating emotions and they are creating a reason for you to emotionally be attached to them. You know, if you think of Coca-Cola, like how, when you think of Coca-Cola, you think of sharing, you think of uh, family and sharing time and, you know, hanging out together and togetherness. And, you know, these are the types of words that come to mind and it's because of their branding and how they have been able to, you know, evoke those kind of feelings within you. And that's why just a logo and just some colors isn't, isn't it the be it end all of a brand. And especially when it comes to a personal brand, you know, they want to know the ins and outs of you. What is your vision? What are your goals? You know, what, what do you really believe in? What are you passionate about? All of that kind of comes into it and trying to figure out, you know, a lot of times people just never sit down and ask themselves those questions. <laughs> right. You know, that's yeah. bottom line. They just don't even know because they've never thought about it. 
Mm-hmm. And that's and that's where the intentionality of knowing where to go um, is is more important in in today's times. And uh, I greatly appreciate you for being able to to show that variation of you know what you experienced with those that were in the market before um, versus to where you're at and how you're reflecting your experience, you know, um, cause you know, previously a lot of people would end up being, um, just as reflective as the people that gave them deflative energy and to see that the dynamic, that dynamic is changing, um, inflates, um, our abilities to be, uh, entrepreneurs because we have people in the market that, you know, just don't want to be in the market for themselves. They want to help others see themselves as well. And um, I appreciate you very much. Um, I know that the audience has been eating up um, all this encouragement um, and direction uh, because so many people uh, are, are looking to be a part of marketing and branding and they don't really know how to get into it. So I, I know that you, you've helped throw some gems today. And um, I would like to take this part of the episode to, to share uh, any empowered tips that you have for the audience um, that's, you know, maybe just starting off as an entrepreneur um, or specifically a marketer. I would say um, starting off tips is number one, find your, as they call it, board of directors, find those people, a group a coach, a consultant, somebody, if it's not, you know, somebody in your family, but find somebody or a group who has your back, who is, you know, pushing you and pulling you when you need to be pushed and when you need to be pulled. And what, what I mean by that is, you know, sometimes, you know, we self-doubt, we need somebody pushing us. Hey, you got this, you got this, you got this. And sometimes we're selling ourselves short and we need to be pulled. You have this even higher you need to jump up, you know, step up your game a little bit. We need people on both sides, making sure that they are, um, they are the, the belief in us when we don't have it in ourselves. But also, I think um, working on ourselves absolutely every single day is the other thing I would say, you know, do your affirmations, meditation, whatever it is that, that energizes you. You know, I like to walk every morning whatever it is that energizes you and makes you believe in you, um, get that morning routine going, get that nightly routine going so that, you know, even on those down days, you take a second, you reflect, you'll look at your list of, um, of all of your accomplishments, whatever it is that you need to do. And you can move yourself forward because, you know, I think everybody who is passionate about something and ready to do something can absolutely do it the ones who don't do it are the ones who give up before they did it. That is absolutely awesome. Empowered tips. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Erica. I am, I'm so excited to be able to, to record with you. And um, I just want to share, you know, the empowered tips that, um, you know, I received just uh, engaging with you today. Um, it is really knowing, like, the, if you're going to go to your family, know who's the strongest one in your family to um, engage with when, when you're going and embarking on new roads. Um, 
and as well as uh, gauging your success upon yourself. I wrote that down. Awesome. You know? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's right. Cause you, you make those, um, you know, I, I do a room in um, clubhouse called power of the mind, because I do mm-hmm. believe that, you know, most of my rooms are marketing and I help people with start their business and everything. But the first one that I do every day is called power of the mind. And it is all about, you know, making sure that you have what it takes to, to move forward. But one of the things we do in there is, uh, share one thing that you do every day that, or one thing that you're going to do today to move you one step closer to your big goal. And I think that if we look at ourselves and know every single day that we are making one step towards that big goal, we feel good about ourselves. We feel accomplished. Even if that was five minutes worth of, Hey, I made that phone call. I'm moving forward. You know what I mean? Yes. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. This has been a very filling episode. I want to thank you so much, Erica, for sharing with us. And I want to give you a moment to share with the audience. How can they find you? We want them to be able to connect with you. Please share. (laughs) Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I loved uh, meeting you on Clubhouse. And thank you for inviting me to your podcast. This has been awesome. I love what you have going on. And um, I know you have some new stuff coming up too. So I don't know if you want to jump into that, but um, love what you have going on for sure. Uh, You can find me on um, Clubhouse. You can find me on Instagram. It's Erica Leary. And on um, Instagram, I think it's the real Erica Leary and Erica with a C E R I C A. So I have a website, Erica Leary. I have, um, and then my social media is the real Erica Leary. So you can find me in any of those. That would be awesome. Love to see you guys in my DMs if anybody has questions or comments. Would love to talk about it. Awesome. Go check her out, everyone. And I just wanted to share with y'all that I got posted on the Top 80 Healing Podcast. You can find the blog about me on Feed Post. I was super excited to be one of the top 20. Wow, that is amazing. Congrats. It's so awesome when you get mentioned. um, And I was so surprised to see it. Um, So I'm I'm very happy. Check that out because there's 80, um, 79 other healing podcasts that you can tune into. Uh, so <laughs> Don't be surprised, know. girl. That's hard work and dedication. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm so thankful to all you EM healing listeners out there. And um, I look forward to speaking with everyone soon. Check me out on Elite Motivation 411. Much love and light.